First off, any person who is tuning in, if you believe in the devil or evil, you should go somewhere else. 5D mystics do not believe in the devil or evil. Even in my youngest of ages, I had a way that I contemplated the entire concept and I was not a mystic at my young age. I, in fact, didn't even know of the entire terminology, if you will. But again, it's not a special place. It's just an optimized human being brain. And that would be a person with integration of the brain and restored embodied selves and neuroscience and physics has a lot of ways they talk about the field of consciousness. We don't get into it too much because I'm still learning about that aspect. But in the meantime, I'm trauma-informed, somatic-informed. And so I relate to my 5D mystics conversations that lead us to being functional adults knowing how to handle adaptive children, charge states, so people who have childhood trauma and any aspect of their adaptive child that they're not actually tending to. So 5D is Purusha Prakriti, we're infinite consciousness, we're unconditional love, there is no evil, oh, and we are fans of being a human, so if you think humans are broken, evil, again, don't stay here, go somewhere else. Humans are awesome, we're awesome, we evolve, science is how we are moving forward, so spirituality, spiritual, all topics are subject matters, we're independent, no subject matter is on a pedestal, no expert is on a pedestal, in fact, no human being or anyone is on a pedestal, there's no supranatural entity, it is all very much energy, so little, bit, little big, doesn't matter how you want to see it, we're a big ball of energy and we're all family now. Again, we love being human, so please, if you don't love being human and you want to see something which is very negative in our book, you can go somewhere else. And there's plenty of 4D mystics that talk to you in the exact way that you would want while you basically uh, go against your own species, so your own life, which is kind of ridiculous. But it makes sense when you understand what the adaptive child does with their childhood trauma charge state. So leave it there now because I want to get into 5D talk and I actually am very much tired of 4D people so much so that we created a differences between 4D, 3D, 5D not because I like to do that no but because that way I can spell out here 5D we don't believe in evil we don't believe in the devil even when we didn't know we didn't believe in it we knew we didn't believe in it because we're all humans and that's the number one thing we can see with our eyes then with our hearts we can feel we all have hearts and here's where Purusha Prakriti, and we never gave up on our own life or on lives of people in general. And in fact, there's no physical threat. Good to go. Let's talk. We're not in survivor mode. So please, if you don't like being a human, go away. And if you're a mystic who thinks of energy vampires, go away. We're, we don't have energy vampires. We have human beings who could use a really good therapist and people that stop doing things like that, calling them energy vampires or using words that they shouldn't be using unless they're licensed anything. And if you're licensed anything and you're using words, well, hmm, I'd say I'd want you to be flagged as not good therapist because good therapists want to see people become their self, which means the restorative embodied self and the integrated brain. So they know what an adaptive child does. So if they're good therapists, they're going to have compassion beyond a reason. And if they're not a good therapist and not a good anything, that's where we're going to use not good because they're not smart. They're idiots. Idiots are dead sure. Thank you so much, Sadhguru, for that quote. And intelligent ones, we wander. So yeah, our brain is all over the place in our skull as we stay channeling integrated. Okay, so bye-bye. Sayonara, people who believe in evil. Go away. We love being human. 
going to write a shirt. I love being a human, infinite higher human consciousness potential. Hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with people? How are they talking about our own species like this? Okay, now to our lovely, lovely episode, because we're talking about 5D mystics. So these are people who love the rainbow of humanity, love all of it. Okay, so I'm going to begin here because it's going to be a little bit of story time as we're in these beautiful energies and how 5D mystics bring forth the expansion of consciousness potential and experiences within their relationships. Okay, so I'm not going to do, or I'm going to try not to do any psychoeducation because I'm really into the flow of sharing with you the experience part today and the story. Okay, so we have two individuals. We're going to use two, two mystics. And doesn't matter the level of mysticism or not because it ain't a competition. A mystic that is 5D is going to be a person who chose their self and who knows they're <clears throat> essentially, even in silence, they know they're a piece of life. So they're connected to the essence of life that they are, uh, that heart. They share a heart. We all share the same heart, but it's when you're awakened to your Purusha Prakriti. So you have a way of knowing you connect to your attachment system. You know that you're a mammal like anybody else and that you long to attach. You understand that you can be a person who has what's called insecurities, very straightforward, because that's how the 5D role, we are very straightforward. We don't do inner critic talk. We do self-talk, not inner critic, not outer critic. That's for people who are not yet in 5D, okay? So from 5D spectrums, you have a way that you'll talk, which will be charming and loving and humorous with yourself. So when you have flaws and imperfections, you're going to be like, yeah, I got flaws and imperfections, but doesn't everybody have flaws and imperfections? Okay, so we got two very self-empowered people going on. And here's where they're not going to be competing, in fact, with each other. They're going to be, and they are, mesmerized. Again, intelligent wands, they wander. Now, when we have any type of trigger, sometimes our triggers they take and make the best, right? But here's where when your self-talk is reflective and in equanimity, and so again, you're connected to your life force. You're connected to this heaven, not necessarily in your body, but the part of knowing I'm a human, I'm imperfect. I can unconditionally love, anyone can. That's what life is all about. It's about love. It's about being able to be together with people. So there's something about that two-year-old of every one of us that has Krishna Leela already present where we're like, of course I'm flawed. That doesn't make me evil. Doesn't make anyone evil. Okay, so I'm trying to share with you the conceptualization of a mind that is a 5D mystic or just a 5D functional adult inclined person. There's not going to be the critic in the head. There's going to be, I'm imperfect like anybody else. Okay, now... Here's laying this out. Relationships are important because they help people to move into their actual true self. But it's only mindful relationships. And so again, 5D mystics, we're all in mindful relationships. We don't use shaming, blaming. We don't use faulting. We don't use strategic anythings. And when people do use that, we don't consider it any big deal because we know what fear is when we meet it. And it's not uh, the devil or evil, it's fear. And that's where we're going to leave that, okay? So, as the 
5D mystics within their own mind. We have compassion. We have love. We have fun. Let's create a fun environment. So let's say those triggers again come up in the relationships. When they come up, it can be anger. So some people, they get angry when they feel rejected, when they think they're being rejected. That's because there's a pattern of, what's the word? Um, well, there will be a lot of reasons why someone can have a burst of anger, but our basic emotions involve anger. So if somebody gets rejected and they tend to be explosive at times, it's because there's pent-up energy that usually they didn't learn how to express it. So that would be something, though, that they would feel ashamed of. Okay, so let's say I know that every time certain things happen, I actually get into these moments of moods. I get triggered, I get angry, I get uh, nasty. Okay, if you're aware of yourself, and again, with self-talk, and you're presented a compassionate mirror, so we got 5D mystic, 5D mystic, but we got one angle that is always presenting the compassionate mirror when there's the emotional triggers that are a little bit more overwhelming for the other end. Now, here's where that's not to say that the compassionate mirror doesn't have, all sides can have triggers, okay? So here's where a trigger for a compassionate mirror can be something that leads to a very direct and straightforward communication. And a sensitive person, so somebody who doesn't have 200% plus sense of safety within their own body yet, here's the part, they get challenged. So direct communication challenges the adaptive child emotional response or the emotional trigger because it will be presenting a very straightforward ventral vagal no, yes, whatever it is. But that's the part of why if on the other end we have a sense of insecurity still present, that creates a difference. Okay, but long story short, what I'm trying to get at is on all ends, we have the 5D mystics who can notice that direct communication is not evil. It's a direct communication because it's a person who's just straightforward. Okay, so we have one end of the spectrum that has a bit of an ego that's sensitive. The other end, no sensitivity at all. They get to meet each other in the middle because they're both 5D mystics or just 5D functional adults. So there's an awareness that equates, I'm present, I'm not going to create assumptions. And here actually... On the other end of the spectrum, when we have any type of emotional immaturity and insecurity, that adaptive child can create a story for themselves. But when you meet those who are egos that are empowered, that's a person who stands their ground because that's who they are as a person, not because they're right or wrong. No, that's who they are as a person. So they have a specific number of values, a specific number of whatever it is that will be seen to be consistent which is why it will be noticeable that it's an embodiment of that value. And direct communication would be that embodiment, okay? So I don't filter, for example, okay? So there's going to be an awareness of this is just a person who shares or speaks whatever comes to their mind, however it is, and they're direct, and they're not meaning to be insensitive. They just don't know how to filter. 
a grown-up version on the other end, sensitive or not, will notice, that's why, again, 5D, will notice this is an embodied person of that specific trait. That's why they're present. So even if they begin with assumptions that are usual of people who have any type of emotional insecurity, they're going to see a pattern and they're going to see the embodiment of the direct communication and they're going to say and figure out, okay, this isn't somebody who's being hiding shit. There's not any of that. There's just the person who's direct with what they say. Like I said, people don't know that some of us just don't use filters because we're not going to lie to you because why would we? We don't know how it is to have an ego that's insecure. Humanly speaking, a 5D mystic from the love cycle, we don't understand why people go adaptive child on us until we do. And that's because they have their own inner child wound and that's where their emotional insecurity, immaturity lies. Some are secure attachment and some are not. This is where... It doesn't matter because we're not going to change who we are, meaning we're not going to lie because other people don't know how to speak. We'll just disengage from that relationship because we will know of fear and immaturity and insecurity and we will not have fun with people that we cannot talk to. So friends, as that said guru quote, true friends say, you're a piece of shit. And, and then they say, you're a piece of shit. And we laugh about it together and we then hug it out and hang out. So we're all imperfect again. Okay, so when imperfection and imperfection meet and they actually smile at each other, knowing that that's a beautiful thing and that we're a rainbow of people and that everybody has flaws and that that's not the devil or evil. Here's where making up their mind for the ones who are in the middle is like, ah, oh, wait a minute, but is there, is there not? Luckily, we're in a 5D plane at this point. So enough science is out there to spell out what unresolved trauma is. And so people know about those addictive behaviors that are compulsive and that are ways that people who have unresolved trauma use to stay within a um, shame cycle. It's where you feel self-conscious, you feel defective, you don't feel good about yourself. So here's that inner critic, outer critic. And then when you get stressed, you learn how to, um, not you learn, but you adapt modalities that are you know, everyone was a teenager. I'm assuming I'm talking to adults, but if there's any teenagers, please be moderate, by the way. But I'm assuming no, because I wrote explicit content. So long story short, I, as a teenager, knew about moderation. Did I make mistakes, quote unquote, meaning go overboard? Yes. And in fact, every time, the few times it happened, I was like, okay, really, seriously, are you stupid or what? What's the matter with you? Because it does not feel great to overdrink. Uh, in any way, shape, or form. In fact, once I got to college, I was pretty good at knowing my balance, and I did not ever enjoy when I missed, skipped out on that. And again, it's because it feels awful, but I would see all these kids my age doing a lot worse, and I'm thinking, what? how do you even do this to your body? What is wrong with you? Like, how is this happening, and why are you in college and doing so much partying? So while people uh, apparently... Again, I don't know why, because I'm thinking your body's going to suffer for it. How are you not? Long story short, what I was trying to get to is moderation is key. As adults, we all become moderate, meaning we like to have entertainment. That's why I love comedy. Even if they call poly secure people, polyamory, uh, whores, it's okay. I laugh about it because I know that there's people who live the middle ages and the scarlet letter times, and they 
feel that way about it. And that's okay, because this is what an ego that is not insecure feels. No big deal. You used a word. Go for it. I know what timeline you're from. I know what timeline I'm from. And I'm okay with this being a gazillion billion timelines. No problemo having groups, man, again, or women or days and groups. That's the whole point. So my 5D mystics, here we are with our groups. So people who love groups, <laughs> they're together having enjoyable conversations. So we move into the land of intellectually intelligent wands who wander. And that's why we get to chit chat about anything and everything. And what we also get to do is adventure into the land of looking into how people are coming up with really beautiful creative ways for the future. And that's Every day is a joyride when people are in 5D mystic relationships because they're looking to the future with a lot of hope and knowledge that we're moving in a different direction and some people are uncomfortable with it. So yeah, we're going to see groups, but we're not afraid of it. We actually know how to manage our own egos. So back to people who live a relationship like this and the experience of it is very beautiful because there's looking to the future with eyes of okay what do we want to invest our time in as a couple or as friends as entrepreneur colleagues it all depends what what's what's happening but for now let's stick to emotional maturity because that's really big on my list for the year ahead in our relationship so we're building a mindful relationship when you have two functional adults who are in a partnership doesn't matter if it's polyamory, polysecure, or if it's uh, one is polyamory, other is monogamous. There's a, a bunch of different types of ways that any adult is going to be able to speak about their relationship. And what's going to be in the forefront is inner well-being and outer well-being. So all-inclusive means uh, you tend to be moderate. And if you have any addictive behavior that is a problem, you would notice it and you would let me know about it because you care about me. That's the part about when we care about each other, we don't hide our shame stories. We share them with each other because we're in safe haven, secure base. So you're with a person who lets you know it's safe to be yourself. And that's the part of the group that is moving out of I'm a piece of shit to I'm a human who has flaws and imperfections and I have bad habits and these bad habits are not helping me to actually create my dream life and I want to create my dream life and I have my dream person and I'm going to create it. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and waste any second of my time to evaluating where time was spent without having actually given a cup of love and time to the relationship and the things that actually are in alignment with the essence of life that the person holds so a person knows what they like they know all their desires i love music i love fishing i whatever right so the hobbies then there's i want to use my time to build my community i want to help my community i really care about my community that can be their neighborhood it doesn't have to be it can be their town Okay, so there's a clear idea for the person who's moving into, I am a light, I am a life, and I have everything in favor. The only thing is I've wasted a lot of time on the wrong pentacles, but it's okay. I'm imperfect. 
and I was burdened and I did not know about my ability to be a version of myself that is here. Thanks to that ideal partner, I do now know. Because see, we need one person, the people who have the emotional insecurity. The ones of us who don't have emotional insecurity, we like to see, and that's where we see the 5D educators. So for me, every time I get into hopefulness, it's because I see the 5D educators and that's the good somatic sensory motor and trauma experts, the neuroscientists, the biologists, every single one of the people that shares with humanity because my passion is being a human and helping you to be yourself. And so 5D mystic here saying, be you. And no, you don't have to do anything with spirituality at all, actually. You don't have to do mindfulness, which has a background in Buddhism, but it's not Buddhist, meaning it's a way that you can access your brain, but it does have a tradition in Buddhism. And in fact, here's why it's important to explain things and not just use words and not to use a scabotage, meaning let me hide it. No, mindfulness is something. It has its root in Buddhism. Now it's being used. They're creating secular mindfulness, Christian mindfulness. So the, the people in the therapy community that are aware of cultural differences are spelling out and speaking about things that are important. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I tell people, look, theologians from the Christian background, and I am a Catholic, but I'm a Catholic that I chose my path. But right now I'm obviously at quote unquote odds with my path, even though it's a path that I chose because Jesus stands for all that is love. And God, to me, stands for all that is love and life and its energy. And so conceptually, I've expanded what I learned about as a kid to what is now. Some people look at that as changed. It's not changed for a person whose love cycle expanding consciousness. I have me, Maria, the person, expanded. And if I re- anybody, which they do, adaptive children, like to come tell us how we're supposed to talk about ourselves. So when somebody tells me you can't speak that, the minute they've already said that is the minute that I'm going to go silent and I'm not going to share one ounce of Maria because that person just told me that I can't be myself and I don't care what they're going to keep telling. This is the part. They can keep blabbing, blabbing, blab. Once a person has made it clear that they want to direct how I use my words, I'm done. I'm done with you. Because you are not going to tell me how to explain and express myself as a 43-year-old woman, let alone when I was a kid, too. It's called differentiation of the self. So while other people that are, again, of a group, and those are not 5D mystics, by the way, because, again, 5D is oneness consciousness. That means I'm a piece of life. You're a piece of life. Stay in your lane. I stay in my lane. And then we can have an exchange. And if you don't understand what that means and you're trying to enmesh me, you're not going to enmesh anything because the minute I go silent is the minute you don't know any better. Because here's where two-year-olds are still two-year-olds. The difference between a Krishna Leela, Shiva, and Kali two-year-old is I just know what you just did and you're in my land and I'm going to hear about my land because I don't know it anywhere near and there's that. So people who are not in my land, that's why there's a difference. They may come to you if they're surrounded by people from my land thinking that you're one of those and they will see you're not. And so again, eyes that meet eyes and then that love with heart and soul, they don't know separation consciousness. They see each other and then they see clearly in enough time. Time speaks the truth all the time. Time reveals what is. And so life will meet life. 
and when life meets life and love meets love and that's where that love of the life story remember we're on a theme for now okay and so when a life doesn't extinguish itself and they're able to maintain being their own guru so they know that they're just as imperfect and flawed as any other person and they're using the good psychoeducation, they're going to know, okay, these uh, ways that I've been using my time, these six pentacles are not of any good to me. Mm -mm -mm. And my imagination land has been focusing on the erroneous stuff, meaning I've been distracted with a lot of different people that don't actually look to bring me what is good for me. <clears throat> they don't look to bring to me what is not good, but they don't motivate me to be a version of myself that instead I can be and that I've been pointed out. Okay, so let's get back to the ideal partner scenario with compassion and without making anything, a statement, nothing like that. Okay, so two people who care about each other and they're open as empowered egos at a certain point the blinders come off where okay you're actually a person who knows what they're talking about you just know how to say you're a piece of shit and i know you are a piece of shit and we can hug it out okay so there's that love is people moving beyond opinions and prejudice that's how you love because you are nurturing all life to being able to tap into that expanded consciousness version of themselves by being able to communicate and act in a way that shows no matter what defect or flaw you may have you're beautiful so getting that consistently okay is what reminds the person who's on that other end okay so i'm not actually crazy i actually am a beautiful flawed human being <laughs> and i got a person who's telling it to me all the time no matter what I've done all the time, they're like, wow, you're awesome. Wow, you're awesome. And understanding. And understanding on the element of not being able to be there. Okay, so let's say that uh, we have what others in 4D plane say, oh, they're breadcrumbing you. Nobody breadcrumbs. Either they know how to be in a good relationship or not. And if they don't, here's where the people who do know and say, hey, you know what? I was wondering, is there something up with this stuff that you're doing? You know, and there's, again, you talk about it. So that's why the people who are actually open to their self, 5D, will say, no, you know what? Actually, I have this habit. Uh, or they just say, you know, I actually need time solo. Because they get an earful from most other people from their past, right? Partners. How dare you ignore me? How dare you're an asshole? You're a player. You're this, you're that. You're ghosting, you're gaslighting, you're doing all this stuff. And those are very serious topics, but they're for the therapy room, not for using the weaponization of words, which is what 4D people and other people do. So whenever people have used these words, I don't appreciate it because I say, if you know somebody's doing something and they're in your circle, then you could have an actual conversation. Now, if they're venting, let's say that's a different story because we all will vent. I know I don't call it venting, but there are moments where I'm in a charged state and I'm sharing. And in fact, I've learned how to disengage from that because people don't understand that I'm sharing an emotion and I'm not actually upset at the situation. And this happens very few times. Usually it happens when there's a recurring 4D individual who wants to be given a, you're right, 
and I'm not going to do the you're right because a 5D mystic knows better because this is where I'm not an adaptive child. I'm a functional adult. The whole right or wrong is for people who have sides and those are people in separation consciousness and those are people who have a adaptive child approach to their relationships and life. They're not mindful of themselves. They're not mindful of their relationships and they don't know in any way, shape or form, good trauma informed or somatic informed. If they did, then they would disengage from doing what adaptive children who are used to being in codependent relationships do and therefore that they invade another person's space by obligating them to watch videos on trauma-informed stuff and they can't actually obligate, but they like, here, here, you need to heal yourself, you need to heal yourself. And this is where Patrick comes into handy, the man who's a licensed therapist who shares, here's what happens for those of us who are childhood trauma survivors when we're in our adaptive child that's still protecting the childhood trauma wound. So he spells out one of the examples is a person who's codependent trying to make their partner watch videos for healing. And he says every person does their own healing and then if anything you can have therapy for partners. And that's fair and square. So when you have people who want to talk about situations, if they're doing it in this format, so if anybody wants to tell me about transference, I'd be like, do you want to do therapy? I'm not going to do it personally because I actually am trauma-informed and I can tell you right now, all of what I speak to you is going to come from a place of love and direct communication. But hey, if you really insist because you need me there, what I, I mean, obviously here's where if a person needs another person there, but there's an equation that some people, because they want to do therapy, now I'm going to try and impose it on you. And this area right here is, again, where people who are adaptive children will weaponize their words. The functional adults will not allow the weaponization to happen, and we will know exactly how to engage and say, you know, this is valuable for you because, of course, you're on an emotional, mental journey Personally, I'm on my own journey and I would prefer to, you know, what it's a conversation. It actually will lead to a conversation. So there's, if you need me to be there for some occasion because of something that they might want us to work out with them, whatever, that's great and dandy. But if you're talking about personal development and where you're wanting me to be involved from, no, this is the part of where I already know who and what I am. And that's, very much again a solo choice it's not right or wrong if you're a differentiated self it's a i take and stand in my ground and i don't become accusational i don't insult you i don't shame you i don't blame you i don't i do not go into the modality of let me point a finger and start competing no i take a position i stand in my ventral vagal no and I gracefully, to the best of my ability, keep repeating myself, the Zen master, until you either understand or you just understand. And, you know, here's the beauty about relationships is that we don't have to be in relationships. So the people that don't understand this, this is the part of where there's a difference. 5D mystics, we don't have this thing of rejection. This thing of rejection is for 40 individuals and anyone who still hasn't figured out what trauma-informed good information will share with you, which is when they say, therapists, that every person wants to be seen, to be soothed, to then be safe, and to then be secure, they're talking about our human being's attachment system. The minute you are a secure attachment 
person within yourself with an integrated brain, a restorative embodied self, you have the modality of being able to tap into your own brain as your charge states come up. So yeah, you have emotional triggers. We all do. We know how to say we're sorry. We know how to back off and we know how to take ownership and we don't say, oh, I'm going to point a finger and say it was you that made me do it. No, we're going to say, you know what? My bad. I had a trigger or whatever it is that we will have desired to establish in a relationship. It doesn't, whatever it is, we'll say, my bad. I definitely was taking a position. So let's say I care about a relationship. I'm not going to leave the relationship. I'm going to look to bring harmony to it. That's what adults do. So harmony means consistent communication. Now, the people who are not able or wanting to build relationships, sooner or later, they are going to want to disengage completely from that. And here I have a story for you. When I was a kid growing up and I was in my college years, So, I mean, some don't consider that being a kid, but I do. Because your brain officially becomes the uh, final version. No, it doesn't become a final version. But the executive decision makers completely uh, are uh, established, meaning developed by the age of 25 for biologically female. And I am a she, her. So please feel free to do the she, her, Maria is a lady. Yes, all of that. And heterosexual so there's that too, polyamory, there you go, all the labels, <laughs> mystic, definitely 5D mystic. It's a beautiful plane, by the way. So long story short, the, I lost it. <laughs> no, it's back, I don't know. The people who are secure attachment. We don't actually engage in questioning who we are, what we are. There is the ability to just engage with people from a place of, "Mm, okay, I don't see your point of view. No, I see your point of view, but it's not my point of view. And I did lose it. I don't know where I was uh, going. So sorry for whoever can bring it back to me in an email, send it over and we'll pick it up some other podcast or I'll do a short. All relationships, when functional adults, there's not this little competition. Ah, I got it back, the story. I was telling you a story. So 22-ish was the year... 21, something like that. I don't remember, but yeah, the, or was it? No, it was 20 to 22-ish. So this thing happened to me, and I'm going to keep it vague for my lovely regular listeners. You know enough of my stories throughout the years and years of storytelling that we have had. Um, When this thing happened, where I basically, from one day to the next, was not able to have any connection at all no contact with a human being the moment this thing happened because I was checking in to see how they were doing and I got a return to sender this email doesn't exist I laughed the minute I got that inside I laughed now people who have had um, childhood trauma I've shared stories whenever it's ideal a 5d mystic will actually share stories and we all do usually to support our journeys as people but Uh, this is something where a channeler will know what I'm talking about. The ones who are connected to the sphere and obviously all of you in the future, but some I know that tune in don't have consistent enlightenment vibration and connectedness with Purusha, Parakriti type stuff. So when I say connected, it's like Sadhguru when he talks about you being nudged. We know when we're being nudged by life, but to have this relationship is only something you will know when it happens. And this is where it's always going to be all-inclusive. You're not, you're not being nudged 
ever in a way that goes against expanding human consciousness because that's what we are or consciousness so bringing forth life which is why science is part of our expansion of consciousness <clears throat> people who want to stick to only organic don't understand that a human being is a secondary consciousness being and that we want to keep on living even when organic will not be here and while some want to again dehumanize it because of ancient ways of talking about life those of us who are in 2023 and moved along normally with science is like uh did you think it wouldn't progress i'm not really clear on how this happens to people who talk about intellectual anything so long story short intelligent ones wander idiots are dead short thank you sad guru for the quote so infinite higher human consciousness potential continues to experience itself and wants to live even beyond the day that the sun might go out it's very straightforward and as i was saying when people don't want to build a relationship and here's what the defectiveness shame does when people reject their self is why it's very sad uh, people who have childhood trauma and they move into their adaptive child and they're not yet complete purusha prakriti they think of a story like what i'm going to finish up with as a sad story uh, we don't i don't feel it's a sad story it's a story and it's a story of how shame isolates itself and leads itself to shame and that is nothing um, that we're going to we meaning anyone who achieves a specific level of awareness of human consciousness is not going to speak a word about it because when i see people choosing human suffering i get yelled at by some people because they say it's not a choice and this is where nobody does in fact choose their unresolved trauma but with all the updated good psych education people that consider themselves smart I wonder because you know if they were smart then they'd all be out of the addictive patterns of drugs alcohol sex food and what you see in movies which really are all these people who don't uh, have their actual human 101 clear at all so the extremists they like to talk about oh get rid of this get rid of that the wise ones are like entertainment is a movie industry and there's plenty of rainbows out there that want to see different things they have different interests so grown-up land is more of if people want to use the word smart and then they're going to go and do addictive behaviors and they're going to call out the movies and say that's optimal human intelligence and infant no no it's actually unfortunately what is called addictive patterns which is part of a shame cycle which is actually very much talked about this is nothing to be ashamed of the only people who get pissed at this type of again information are the same ones who are not taking ownership of their charge state as it arises as their human suffering and habit and pattern, whatever it is, and really what it is, is a fragment that is being reminded of the opportunity to expand. And so this is why 5D mystics learn the right silence, because we're not in any way, shape, or form going to intentionally hurt someone who's already hurt. And while they might be throwing venom, quote-unquote, in our face, so making false accusations and building a fictitious Mayaland case, where they're the hero and we're the villain or they're rescuing someone or someone's rescuing them or whatever it is that they will have idealized in their own brain they will even make up they will idealize the wrong person just because they need to make out the other human being that actually loved them 
and this is obviously loved or love because love doesn't go away but a person who will have shown compassion beyond a reason to another human being you know what shame does in a human being's brain when they meet it they will actually point a finger and say since i'm evil and defective you who unconditionally love me are evil and defective do you know how shitty that is to figure out and find out in here like in the sense of wow when i heard that from peter levine Daniel Siegel, and then Basil van der Kolk and a bunch of other people. I was like, whoa, shame, deflectiveness, brain. They will deflect any compassion that comes their way, and then they will make out the person who's compassionate to be the bad guy, gal, or they. Wow, I wouldn't want to wake up from that Maya land nightmare because that's going to mean you just pointed a finger at someone who was loving and kind, and then you're going to recognize all of my actual unhealthy patterns from my own family of origin because that's where it comes from thank you patrick again you don't know if you've been gaslit that you don't follow your own actual gut until you figure it out with either a good therapist or you figure out something about your own psych 101 human in a good way which is oh shit okay wait a minute i wasn't taught how to repair conflict because i wasn't in a household that repaired conflict i was in a household that just shamed blamed faulted and revenged all the way around okay so here's why 5d mystics we don't get involved in any of this at all not even a little bit not even a little bit mm -mm 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 -mm. the minute that i've ever met any type of uh where i figure it out it's like okay uh, i'm done i'm done with that because uh the rigidity is just so uh anyways long story short we're going to leave it where it's not our business to do anything with people who want to stay in human suffering. And it's a very sad thing, by the way, because there is the understanding, as I said, shame isolates itself from the person and from, and from anyone that wants to actually share compassion. So the story that I use for my 22 is the perfect story because it's an actual uh, story of what shame, defectiveness in the heart of a person does all on their own, and while also, by the way, thinking of themselves as intellectually intelligent, which is the worst part of it all, because you can be very humored by a person who thinks they're intellectually intelligent as they succumb to their very own... Uh, again, we do not enjoy knowing that loved ones, or any human being, because that's what loved ones are, all humanity will actually not realize what shame cycle is that's why thank goodness for the good trauma-informed experts because they are getting to spread the word and we get to share that the 5d mystics so disengage from people who do not know how to be their best version because when they're in their adaptive child choosing who to idolize and who not to idolize they're not guided by a human being they are not guided at all by anything their charge state is an actual trauma it's unresolved, it comes up, it's a maladaptive safety response, which is why gaslighting, ghosting, manipulation, and all these other things that people talk about as tactics to us are a very sad, 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 sad real reality for an individual. And we're happy, I'm happy, there's Bezel van der Kolk, Stephen Porges, Peter Levine, all the people out there. And then those who care like I to say, stop talking about evil or the devil or demons, they don't exist. What exists are adaptive Children who then have addictive behaviors who close themselves up in their shame cycle and ruminate and they stay in la-la land, which is not necessarily a nice la-la land, by the way, okay? So let's disengage from, stay compassionate. 
and stay kind. And again, whenever anyone does not want to grow a relationship because they choose not their self, they choose to stay ashamed, they choose silence, they choose fear, they choose to hide who they are from themselves, from others. So when people who see their, I love you unconditionally, you're not defective to me, they choose to deflect it, leave it alone. Or anyways, you're, you're going to be brought to leave it alone, quote unquote, because the reality is it gets very much into an energy of its own. And no, it's not a scary energy, by the way. It's a very heartbreaking, uh, sad, sad uh, aspect. Makes me think of Tinkerbell. But I'm not going to use the example since we're talking about five demystic relationships. These are people who do choose to stay lit and they know we're all fairies and we're all beautiful and every diamond is a diamond in the rough and so even the ones who have chosen not to shine themselves they always are going to be given by life opportunities to come back to life if they want to and that means to become their purusha prakriti and there are plenty of ways that people are able to get a handle on this so luckily between the good psychoeducators yoga practitioners holistic all of it spirituality with sadguru they they get opportunities while some take a little bit longer to get out of their um their half human experience others move into how can we create relationships and so here's where the zen masters support the ones who did not succumb to their shame in a way of blinding themselves completely, but they're like, oh, wait a minute. Well, of course I have shame. I did do these things. Okay, so they have a way of saying, okay, yes, I have a shame of this. I have shame because it's actually not the best version of myself. So they make the use of shame to become members of society, and they can, with the compassionate mirrors, also move into these directions because they move out of the adaptive child and into their functional adult. So they begin to make peace with their inner child all on their own or with the help, again, of various things between relationships and therapy and consulting and all that. Okay, so now that we're all shining again diamonds, when we meet those who are not wanting, we know how to handle and sometimes that direct communication will be very direct and will not be something that people enjoy as well as consistent communication. The ones who don't want it, they'll make sure to cut it off. This is why I gave you the story. So when that happened, I laughed, not because it was something amazing, but because I knew what was doing. I knew what the person did. And I laughed because I knew that that was the only way they would get me to stop checking in on them because I wasn't going to give in on stopping to check in on them. So I laughed because of something called love and it was something that actually to this day I'm like thank goodness they were smart about one thing and uh, that would be where we don't have to watch people that we love you know do things that we would not want to be a part of and that we would keep on trying to say here so if I see a loved one drinking too much smoking too much and I say too much because I smoke cigars and I also drink and I also eat food and I also have sex so all these things if it's too much of anything you're going to know okay where's the moderation but let's keep it to the food and the no to the alcohol and the drugs okay because we're going to keep it into something but even shopping there's many aspects growing up land we expand consciousness why because we don't shame when we talk to each other so partnerships 
are for a reason partnerships. It's called, you know, you're using your time here, 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 here. Now, I know you have all of these interests over here, 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 here. And so, you know, granted, life's a bit tough. Like, we all know this, but don't you think you'd be making better use of your time here, 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 and here versus here, 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 and here? And there you go. And a person who's awakened to their own best version, and that means they want to be it, though. So there's one thing about a person who's their own Purusha Prakriti, and then they see themselves in that, and that's because a person's been like, you're awesome, man. You're awesome. You're beautiful. No matter what flaws you're presenting me, I like you the same. Okay, so here's why what we smile about when we meet life, and, and this is 5D mystic, 5D mystic, Zen master, Zen master, is that they're going to quickly but surely take that cup because their heart is all over it. And so might take a moment or two for them to really realize, okay, this is a real deal. <laughs> okay, I'm going to share my shame story right now, okay? And there you go. So sharing what our triggers, da-da-da-da-da, creates an ideal way of being able to talk about how to effectively organize one's own time, one's own day-to-day. And then because there is a clarity of I am not unworthy and I am actually somebody who has big dreams, I know exactly what I want to do in life. I know exactly everything. A person who's awakened to their self, and this is what happens when you meet 5D mystics, because the mystic that I'm talking about is a love cycle mystic. And our oversoul, we don't abandon ship, ever. The only way someone can actually choose to abandon ship is if they leave the connection. They can't leave it, though, for real, by the way, because we're one big ball of energy. So they can leave their own, so they choose not themselves. They can turn off their own light bulb. They, they're the ones who choose to, I'm not life, I don't want to be life, and they go offline. When that happens, it's not something that is uh, actually going to cut them off from us. A 5D mystic will know when people have achieved their soul age group of choice, and then they're sticking to it. That's funny and fun and actually I've explored it and shared it with you all so we know when our oversoul is going through the collective themes that's why I have 5d uh, readings for you guys and gals and days because we have a collective of 5d people we have zen masters out there the ones who are getting familiar with their essence of life they're the ones who we're growing relationships with they're the ones who want to expand so they move into yep Let's walk this rainbow of life together because it's beautiful to see how many people they're moving into spirituality, they're moving into the spiritual metaphysics of the terrorism, they're moving into science. Wow, do you see how many things they're creating? Look at this, how we can maybe work with the plane of earth while we're still, you know, in this crisis of environment, we can try and do this. Here's what we will together, the ideal partner creates a future, a legacy. A legacy because it's not about the power couple in fact this is where two independent people would not talk about themselves like that they won't be a power couple they're going to be a power human being no <laughs> we're going to be lovely human beings that's what we are and we're co-creating the future so we've come together as people what is powerful is the element of love and so being able to 
talk about the essence of Purusha Prakriti. I use those words. I know that it's used in different ways, but I use them because when I was explained them, it means unconditional love and awareness, Purusha. And Prakriti is the energy, your own life force energy. And so 5D mystics coming together. I see you, you see me, and you see how beautiful you are. And you easily recognize these things are holding me back and I'm not going to let them hold me back from my dream life. I'm going to go after them. They easily identify all those that did not serve their growth and they actually become not only even more than they were yesterday, they will lead the way to their own community to realize what true love means and that's by being the bigger person. But they also will become the success story if you will of the specific whatever it is their dream is it'll come true because they chose themselves and their partner is who got them to see you know what you believe in of course it can happen because anyone can make love happen it's two people they choose to create their fairy tale that's how we choose humanity to create the future too it's by believing in ourselves as people, not shaming, not blaming, not faulting, and definitely not revenging. And if there's shame, it's only when people work with their shame, they get out of it and they become their own Purusha Prakriti. So love is always what wins because the essence of life is love. Purusha, unconditional love. You have flaws, I have flaws. You're imperfect, I'm imperfect. It's great and dandy. We can work together. And if you have addictions, there's therapy. There's many ways that we can work through whatever it is that you may find. And even here with the whole law stuff, you know, nobody's their greatest mistake. We have law. We organize it. We help people to heal. Everyone began as a zero-year-old. Again, I began saying we do not believe ever in devil or evil in a way of it's fixed. No. And if we look at evil, it's people who need a good therapist but they need to choose to want therapy the movies make it look cool to be addicted to things compulsive it's not that it's that movies though have made habits that are actually masking unresolved trauma look like it's a norm of the human species it's not it is not a norm of the expanded consciousness human species it is the norm of the ancients who did not know of the nervous system and the embodied brain and that compulsive activity of any type whether it be drinking food alcohol sex again drugs shopping uh, anything workaholism all of these are a way to self-soothe from a stressed out situation so this is simplifying something that's a lot more in depth meantime as i run out of time what i'm trying to get to with our lovely 5d mystics and the expanding consciousness story is that a person who meets the love that they are and that they believe in because humanity is awesome. They're going to be like, I'm not using any more of my time on anything that will not bring more of what I love to the picture. So I'm taking my love and running with her, him, they. And I'm taking my passions and running with her, him, they. This is, you're becoming safe haven, secure base. You're a functional adult who knows how to share your life with somebody as an independent person and to talk the real deal, direct talk. Uh, I had a really bad day today. I really want to drink 10 beers today, but you know, since I chose to drink one instead of 10, I'm going to do one and then can you give me a massage maybe, or I don't know, can we have some type of fun adventure or how about I go, you know, do this. I love doing this as a stress relief. So there's ways you find a middle ground 
or let's say that it's a really, really bad day. Okay, you know what? I know I said that I do one, but I really need to. I need to. And, and you have that partner that keeps you accountable. But this is where functional adult land is accountable in an easygoing way. Not in, I'm going to shame you now that you've decided to do, let me say you do five instead of two. Okay, honey, you know, today you did five. So you really are feeling it. I got it. Uh, let's just make sure to keep it in the visibility of things just because, you know, you have a habit. So let's keep this in check. Let's keep, if you need the therapist, let's keep the 12-step program. Whatever it is, there's always the ability for those who are in the middle to work things out together because that's what actual love does. We always work together because we choose to live life together. So we care about each other in an expanded consciousness way. That's always compassion. It leads the way. Looking forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.